Welcome to Mum Guilds, the place where my mum somehow managed to squeeze in yet another chat with Maria Tata. But hold on, before you kick things off, can I get a snack, please? FYI, they're not doctors, nutritionists, nor qualified life coaches. They're just mums. So make sure you consult your doctor or do your own research. Mar? Yes? I put a lot of bed sheets in the washing and I remembered about it 24 hours later. Oh my God, I thought something serious happened. Yeah, it's so annoying. Wait, and then I thought, <laughs> uh, wait, and then I thought, okay, I'll just wash it again. Then I finally mm-hmm. managed to put it in the dryer. <laughs> yes, and you and forgot. I, yes, and I forgot in the dryer for another 24 hours because I was so busy. We went out all day with the kids and all that. It was over the weekend. Well, hashtag And I took life. it out. I took it out and it's all stinky. And now I have to wash it because it wasn't dry. That's I hate it because so it doesn't dry properly, the the sheets. You're probably only going to put one sheet at a time. And it was all stinky. And I'm like, now I have to wash it for the third time. About electricity. How much electricity do you consume? We have solar. So I do try and do my washing between like sun sun time sun time sun time sun time (laughs) remember when you're gonna make me a sign I want a for sign. your birthday. Yes, for my birthday. Yes, you asked me for your birthday. I'm not going to make you a laundry sign for your birthday. But, but it works. I want a sign next to my bed sheet. Not bed sheet. <laughs> We're talking about bed sheet. <laughs> I want a sign next to my bed that says, don't forget to put a washing load on. I think this when is, you wake up. When well, yep. The as soon as I wake up. Yes, because it's so important. I forget. And if I don't do it first thing in the morning, because you got to wash it first, especially when you're putting sheets on it, bloody goes for two hours. Seriously. I'm that's so how... honored. I'm so honored that you would like that from me, but yes. I felt like you deserve better than that. No, I, I, I mean, please, you got to make me one. And I just want to remember every morning, washing first, washing first. Get the your problem washing is up. you also need it in every other room in the house because you wake up, you remember, okay. But then I'll you have it. to also remember to put it in the dryer and then repeat. I'll just print a laminate another one. <laughs> just blue and jacket and everywhere. in the laundry. Washing, don't forget washing. Oh my Oh my god the past five months not months oh my gosh i wish it was five months the past five weeks my mom has been in singapore and i haven't had to do one load of washing she's done she's been super she's been a super Such woman a blessing. Super grandma super mom whatever you want to call her it's been so good but she's gone now she left on the weekend so i have to get back on to work back to I normal remember to back to normal i was doing my folding last last night i put a load in no i didn't put a load in this morning Damn it. See, you need the sign too. You definitely need a sign. I do need a sign. I need I need reminders everywhere. And wait, your kids are back at school and Selena for the they first are... time she's going to school. Yes, huge milestone. I have two kids now at school full time, Monday to Friday, and I'm not working. <laughs> so this is amazing. I'm trying yeah. to adjust to this new lifestyle. I'm like, okay, I dropped them off. I drop them off and pick them up. So I drop them off, come home, and I'm trying to figure out how to use my time. Do I sleep? Is she <laughs> Do happy? I get productive? They're very happy. They're both really, really happy. 
Um, Mika was on, my son was already doing full-time last year, all year. Selena, she wasn't, she was doing part-time so far. So this is her first time That's going really to exciting. school. That's really exciting. Yeah, And how is time. it like, how long does it take you to go pick them up? Like what, like, uh, like for you to travel? It doesn't take too long. The school is really close. Uh, maybe 15 minutes. Uh, so no, very quick. And we, we tried to ease Selena into it. We, we started with three days a week for her. And then we did four days a week, the week after, and then she's starting full. That's really week good. This it's week. very, yeah, it's so very normal for you to do that, days. like kind of ease into them. Yeah. So it's not a too much of a shock, right? It is right because she's only three. Yeah, if she was only because she hasn't done full time before, so she can transition into this schedule. And I was expecting her to be like really tired because they don't nap. The past few months, she kind of stopped napping during the day. We did prefer her to nap because in the afternoon she was getting very too mm, tired. Yeah, too tired. You know how when you're tired and you get really grumpy, and so we preferred for her to take a nap, but uh, she can. She was kind of refusing it, and now I'm happy for that because now at school she doesn't she doesn't nap. It was a good adjustment. At the same time, I'm stopping the pram use for her. So it's all so new for her, you know, not walking to school with me, not going on the pram, full-time school. So we just wanted to make sure we ease her into it. But yes, it's been good. What time do you pick them up? 3.15. So same as same as Sydney, right? Yeah, that's the same as Sydney, yeah. Uh, they finish at 3.15. Oh my gosh. Speaking about pickup. Something's been bothering me so much. So you know how in Singapore they have uh, living helpers, almost all families. Yeah, you don't have one. Local families. No, no, I don't have one. Um, so with the helpers, they pick up the kids, and when they're picking up the kids, they are bringing bags of snacks. And when I say (laughs) snacks, I don't mean healthy snacks. I mean chocolates lollies oh ice cream um donuts whatever oh bad thing goodness. sweet thing you can think of and okay fair fair enough you know it's outside of school grounds so the kids are okay to have them they also tell the kids to offer them to their friends oh, so first week gosh. second week third week we had to keep rejecting it like my kids had to keep rejecting it and they're so good about it because they don't they don't they're not used to having lollies and chocolates and sweets. So they don't crave it. They don't look for it. So it's not so much about that. It's also about having to reject it every single afternoon. So and awkward. And feeling bad about it and also feeling like I should be offering something as well. Like, yeah. come on. I, I honestly get so paranoid when there's other kids around me and other moms and I'm going to give something to my kids that I know someone else might not let and I always ask I ask the moms like are they would they have it too are they okay like if I'm gonna go buy ice cream for my kids I always go and ask oh can they have it would your kids have it too or would they it's just not nice for my kids to sit around and have an ice cream when someone else can't have it I mean look I I do I do feel bad saying it I appreciate that they are teaching the kids to share Good it has you. nothing to do with That's sharing. Very nice. <laughs> it has nothing to do with sharing. Just don't give it. That's so like, nice. But and we I feel so bad that my kids have to say no. And I feel bad about like they look they look at me and they're like they're so confused about it as well. They're just creating an awkward situation for me. And I have to like I bring my own snacks for the kids, right? Oh yeah. And I don't want to have to bring I don't want to have to bring a bag of something to offer. I don't know. Like I don't want this to become a habit. What do your kids say? They're only five. And three, three and a half and five and a half, right? We've actually delayed it for a very long time. So from the beginning, the first two, three years, 
I can say that they never had it. They never had a lollies, chocolate, ice cream. But that's What very else? normal. Even French I, fries. You think it's normal, son? It's to me, yeah. My kids were like that. I've seen so many toddlers. I've seen so many two-year-olds. I can tell you one story. I was pregnant. I went to a, a takeaway store in Sydney. There was a baby, a toddler on a high chair, and the mom giving soft drink to this kid to drink. I was shocked. I didn't even have a baby at, the, at that point. I was pregnant. But I'm like, what are, what are you even putting into that kid's body? But what, what's the point of it? There's there's no nutritional value. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, but you do drink it yourself, I'm saying. As an adult, you drink it. We actually it. avoid. We drink it ourselves, of course. But we actually, whatever whatever the kids can't have, we do try to actually not have it in front of them. I agree. Lara just started having soft drinks. She's nine. And she's just been begging my hubby. And she just looks up to him and says, oh, Bubby's having some. I want to have it too. And I tell her, it's not good for you and it's really bad for the teeth yes that's exactly what we've told our kids as well about sugar how it's not good for the teeth it will cause for the teeth to decay i used to work with someone this was 10 years ago i before i had lara and she used to be proud of giving her son coke because he loves it so much she used to say like oh my son loves coke I was like, oh, okay. Like, um, I thought, like, I didn't have kids back then. I'm like, yeah, it's not really a good choice because, you know, you know, as you do, you just judge the people that, that you judge the parents when you haven't even had a child yet, you know. That's so very, true. It's very normal. So I was like, like oh, crying no. babies. I used to judge everyone with the crying baby, like, oh, do something about it. Make your child stop crying. And then you have your, and then you have your own. Anyway, so one day he, she had to take him to a dentist. And this five-year-old, maybe he was six then, I'm not sure. He had to take six teeth out. Six. Or if he wasn't that's seven. The mom came horrible. to me. She came to me. I work, obviously, I worked with her. She came next to me and she said, I was crying watching my baby on that chair, taking, pulling these teeth out. And I'm like, oh. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, Like, see, well, like when you know something, like I, I stress about it so much and try and tell my kids about this, but they don't understand pain. They don't understand. Like, I want to tell them so bad how painful it Starting is to they go are, to the dentist. They are kids, you know, they're kids, especially like a three and a five-year-old. When I have a nine-year-old, Maria that does not care about what I say and she still wants to do what's in her head, that this is tastes good. I don't care what you're saying, but this tastes good and I'm going to have it. Yes, I do have control over it. As they grow, you will notice with your kids, as they grow older, You would have to say no to so many things that that one thing that they come up to you like, can I have this? I'll be like, fine, just have it. Because I have already said another 200 no's before that. Yes. You know, it's, it is a treat. If you tell my son that I'm going to give you a lolly if you do well, at this point in time, at this, I don't want to talk big, at this point in time, he will not care. He will do it. He wouldn't take it. Whatever you're giving, he wouldn't take it. And I've seen this with my own eyes and I've been shocked. Let me just clarify something. I feel like we ha I have to clarify this because people think that we are so, my husband and I are very like super strict on this, but it has not been hard because from the beginning, we have kind of established this kind of uh, healthy eating habit. And I can't say I'm proud of it. It's something that I've, I've achieved very, really well. Yes, of course. But at the same time, I know that it's inevitable. They're going to have it. So. 
Our point is not to, we know they're going to eventually have it. So it was just about delaying it. Yes, of course. Selena is only three. My kids only started, I told you, after six, five, six, that's when they kind of like get into those lolly stuff. Not really before that. I, I never had it at home. Now that they're exposed to it more, then I have to make more effort into creating sugarless versions of muffins, for example, because before I didn't have to do that. Now I have to give her some choices that are healthier, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly why I make everything from scratch. I personally don't have a problem with the kids having sugar as long as I make it at home. When I make muffins, there is, there's like, what are the ingredients? It's just flour, egg, milk, butter. That's all. And especially lately, like I've been avoiding vegetable oils completely. I, I choose either olive oil or avocado oil. Yes, there's a lot of sugar in muffins, but I do educate my kids eating in moderation. There is no added preservatives or any other nasty ingredients when I make it at home. Majority of the products that you buy outside, say in the supermarkets or cake shops, they their number one priority, Mud, is their, the shelf life. All those added preservatives are to keep them as long as possible for longer shelf life. And it's the same when you eat out, when you're eating outside, takeaway food. Sad, it's so interesting you mentioned this because there's a quote I want to share from Dr. Robert Lustig. He's a professor of pediatrics. He has done focused research and study on childhood obesity and diabetes. He's, he's actually an obesity doctor. And by the way, he was uh, interviewed in a recent podcast on YouTube, which I highly recommend. If anyone is interested to learn more about the effects of sugar on their kids, definitely listen to it or watch it. It's basically about the bitter truth. He, he explains it so well. I won't even attempt to do it myself. But I do want to mention a couple of things he touches on that really, really stuck with me. And one of them specifically reminds me of you because of exactly what you said before. This is what he says. There is nothing that will improve your health, your well-being, your achievement, your sense of accomplishment, your sense of community and the health and happiness of your family as much as cooking yourself and enjoying a meal with others. How nice is that? Yeah, it is. I just can't comprehend not knowing what, what is going in my food, especially because I cook a lot at home and I'm, I'm very fussy and my kids are really used to it and that's why they don't eat well out. My, my seven-year-old wouldn't even have a pizza. My parents have had a pizza shop for 15 years and she's still there's something about pizza that she doesn't like. Uh, even burgers, mm -hmm. she wouldn't know how, how to even eat a burger. Every time I give her a burger, she would just open it up and just grab the meat inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just, and it's like, it's such a waste. Even if once in a blue moon, we go to McDonald's, she would just have one nugget. Uh, but my, my nine-year-old is okay with burgers. She would have a burger. It's just something, it's whatever they're used to. So I always prefer feeding them at home, even if it's just like scrambled eggs. That's still a thousand times better than whatever they eat outside, I think. See, this is an area I have to... I have to actually monitor to keep under control for my kids to have in moderation. Specifically on weekends, we love our sushi. Yeah, that's probably the only thing that my kids eat. Sushi, the kids eat pizza, the croissants, nuggets. Uh, they love Shake Shack burgers. Not sponsored, but they <laughs> should really bring Shake Shack to Australia. I don't know why they don't Is have it, it yet. Wow. It's so good. We had it today, actually. Um, but <laughs> we, we have eliminated French fries from their diet so far because I've seen it become a substitute to the main meal. And that's the problem. That's true. That's very true. Look, I just I, I feel like I just need to take a moment and I just want to acknowledge 
the fact that this is bloody hard. Like it, it really is so hard to pick and choose your battles as parents. Like yeah. I'm really here to just empathize and vent. Like everyone's trying to do their best. Including failing at it sometimes because, oh, you know what, that's just life. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. When I focus on mastering one thing, I'm falling behind at something else all the time. You can't even, you can't even blame anyone. Like the kids, they're just a product of, you know, their surroundings, their environment and how much their full environment, like how much of it can you control? Say, you know, my husband and I are on board. Say your husband and you're, you're on board. Will the grandparents be? And then there's the food industry, like you mentioned, they use every single method they can to push out and throw processed food in yeah, your face like loaded with sugar they put high price tags on healthy organic oh my choices. god like don't even get me started people's ability to avoid is just limited you can't avoid it it's not impossible like it is not impossible to avoid but it's extremely difficult and that's just a challenge we all face oh my god what about the youtube and the kids songs about lollies and sugar oh, it's ridiculous don't get me started on this like put the food industry aside on top of that then there's the kids entertainment industry they start brainwashing babies i'm telling you from the get-go singing about sugar and sweets in every single show or cartoon remember johnny johnny right oh Do yes you, you know oh the johnny God, yes. this is how it goes this is how it goes johnny johnny yes, yes papa. papa eating sugar no, no papa. papa telling lies no, no papa. papa are you sure yes papa <laughs> and then the last part Open your mouth, ha ha ha! Like, Mar, do you know you're going to get hated on by talking about Johnny Johnny because it's like one of the like the highest rated songs for babies on YouTube. It's we really- hated this song when the kids were babies, and we would like run to change it every time, and we would call it "Oh Yucky Johnny." Yucky. I hated it. It's just, yeah, yeah, Johnny, it's not. I feel so bad. It's not only teaching to eat sugar; it's also teaching to lie about it and do it behind the back. Oh my God! I just remembered Miss Rachel. There's a song about bubble gum. She says, let's pretend there is a pink bubble gum. Like she starts chewing it and it gets sticky. And there's a song, icky, sticky, 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 bubble gum. It's such a catchy <laughs> song. And my son loves that he starts clapping because she, she claps oh, as wow. if the bubble gum is sticking in her hand. First, she's chewing on bubble gum. Second, she's playing with her bubble gum. That's disgusting. Great. Okay, Great. Playing with your <laughs> chewing gum. Mika and Selena, there's this Armenian song. It's really catchy and I really like it too. It's called Shakar Shakar. Um, but I really like the artist who sings it. Shakar Shakar means sugar, sugar. And the song is so catchy. So they come home from school and sometimes I play Armenian music and they start singing to it. Shakar, shakar, shakar. And I'm like, Guys, and because it's on TV, it's on YouTube, so they can see all the sugar everywhere. And I'll be like, kids, do you know what you're singing, right? They're like, I'm just pretending. We're just pretending. We're not eating it. We're just pretending. I'm like, fine, go for it. Just pretend. It's really, it's impossible to avoid it. What about like on water bottles, on like when you go to Smiggles, there's donuts and lollies and like, uh, on everything, uh, on the bags, on the pencil cases, it's everywhere. I don't, I don't think the kids can avoid it. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah they put it because it sells. Like, you know what? <laughs> I feel like there is always room for mom guilt to just squeeze itself in, no matter how much we try to do, no matter <laughs> like, no matter Never how much enough. we try to avoid. 
avoid, there's always something that we can do that's better. And we're not perfect. Like the way I see it when it comes to added sugar for my kids, they're already getting their fair share, fair fix from daily food, you know, ready-made breads, crackers, or any other not in your face sugar sugars out there. So all I'm trying to do is to delay or reduce the exposure of the added yes. junk at home. Yeah, and that's just true. Try and educate them. Yeah. Like I can that's it all I works. can do. Try to educate them, literally bra- reverse the brainwashing that happen that's <laughs> happening all around them. And hopefully they can make the right choices themselves when they're that's older the main and when thing. they are yeah, and when they're offered at parties or when yeah. they're old enough to choose their own snacks at school. That's what I try and teach my kids to understand the limit how much is okay to eat and I I always make sure I teach that more than not eating it at all I think that's more when to do it not before the meal control themselves you know Mm. exactly yeah 100% never before the meal at my household but is that something that they can do it outside the house when I'm not around because eventually I'm not going to be around that's the main thing yeah all you can do is set the foundation to tie this back to the topic of kids pick up time (laughs) i think i have decided after this conversation with you that i'm just going to give in what about what you're gonna take yes i'm gonna take snacks but just to be annoying (laughs) it will be freshly cut fruits for the kids (laughs) to share (laughs) here you go kids (laughs) some watermelon picnic style oh my god that's (laughs) how that goes i would love a watermelon any day i don't eat lollies let's just move on and talk about something more fun please this was such a heavy topic yes thanks maria this was a very heavy topic <laughs> i need a panadol with all the sugar talk so tell me what else you tell me what else did you get up to oh my gosh actually oh man this is gonna sound so hypocritical i went and bought watermelon flavored fairy floss oh a big, a big bag of popcorn and a large Coke. And guess what I did with it? <laughs> Whatever you did, obviously your kids weren't with you. <laughs> Where did you go? I went to watch the Barbie movie all by myself. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I've been wanting to do this for such a long time. Not the Barbie part, like going to the cinemas by myself. Because I love movies, but I could never do it in Sydney because I was afraid of uh, someone recognizing me and embarrassing myself. <laughs> uh, but no such risk in Singapore. No one no one really knows it. No, <laughs> would have been. How about you? Did, have you seen it? Did you watch it? You were going to take the kids. Yeah, I did go. I took the kids. It was okay, but I'm not sure... If I had any expectations in the first place, like I didn't know what it was going to be like going to see a Barbie movie. What did the kids think about it? Uh, I don't think it was suitable for my seven-year-old. She was very confused. I think she was very confused. She looked confused when she was watching it. And she kept (laughs) asking me questions. I'm like, yeah, let me just try and understand myself first. At the end, like I asked my nine-year-old Lara and she gave me the (laughs) longest review about it. But right at the end, she said, it's about women being powerful and that they can do anything. And I was like, she said that? I was like, wow. Okay. That's very, that's very cute. Really, really cute. Yeah. I I did enjoy it. Probably mostly because I was having the best time all by myself with no kids around. The cinema was Fool. So many people were dressed up for it too in pink. Oh gosh, my eyes. I was second row, so can you imagine my, oh my eyes? Goodness. The movie itself was entertaining. I, fe- I liked the humor yeah. in it. My favorite part was the ending, the well, without giving any spoilers. 
the monologue at the end was pretty powerful and relatable, I felt. Um, I won't say what it was. Look, I think the one message I took from it <laughs> was that perfection is boring. Did you even play with Barbies when you were young? Do your kids now play with Barbies? When I was young, we didn't have we didn't have Barbie in Syria. I mean, that was early 90s, I'm assuming. And I think, like, I remember my friends had it and only because they had family overseas. It was very hard to get Barbie back then. But do you know my kids have a bucket load of Barbies and they never <laughs> play with it? They always go yeah, right. for, like, soft toys. When we have guests over, with uh, like, with kids, I always see that they the, the other kids will want to play with the Barbies. And then they watch yeah. them play and get inspired to play with them. They remember that they had Barbies <laughs> to play with. Yes. My three-year-old plays with it mostly if I play with her. And we have a naked Barbie dedicated to swimming. <laughs> All of our Barbies are naked. I don't know why kids love to strip <laughs> them down. Probably because they don't know how to dress them. The only time they play with it is in the bathtub or a swimming pool because they can't get their soft toys wet. I'm surprised there wasn't a naked Barbie in the movie. <laughs> oh my God, sir, stop. I have to go. I have to go pick up the kids. What? Already it's pick up yes, time? I actually realize I'm running late. Oh my goodness. Well, go. Wait, wait. You, remember you were going to take watermelons. Don't forget about that. Thanks for reminding. I will. Fine. Finally. You're finished. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mum Girl. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram to keep up with us. Bye-bye.